This is Daylight and Moonshine with me, Inquisitive G. And today's topic will be, what's in your closet? Now, we've all heard the phrase being stuck in a closet or somebody's in the closet. And usually we, you know, pretty much assume that it's uh, one of our gay or lesbian brothers or sisters being in a closet about their sexuality. But that's not always the case. See, everyday people, like just like myself, just like you that's listening, everyday people could be stuck in a closet with something about themselves. That phrase, it, it really, really covers a lot of ground. And we don't realize it. Some of us don't realize we got stuff in our closet that nobody sees because we don't bring it out. And it's intentional. We put it way in the back of the closet so nobody will see it. But we're going to unpack all of that, my favorite phrase, on this episode. So stick with us. It's going to be fun. back to the damn podcast y'all episode 16 and as you can see if you're watching i have my homeboy with me again today oh yeah jimmy lee what's good homie boy i am ready i'm ready i'm ready i'm ready last time we were both a little uh tired i actually wasn't feeling well i think i played it off well on that last episode but uh i'm ready today boy come on let's get it yeah you did all kind of energy you did play it out because I thought I was <laughs> the half dead, the half dead Mickey Ficky on that episode. But yeah, we we gonna bring a little energy to this. Oh one, yeah, definitely. I'm ready. I'm All ready. Right. I'm ready. What's what the topic is? What the what topic the to- is, bro? So <laughs> today's episode is what's in your closet. Uh, uh, come again, say what? <laughs> <laughs> come. come What's in what's in your not shit? A topic that you're very unfamiliar with, I'm sure. <laughs> Ain't shit in my closet no more. <laughs> but my yeah, today got glass doors on it now. There you go, see through. <laughs> but yeah, this this today's topic, you know, what's in your closet? And um closet. yeah, okay. just to kind of put it into perspective for those listening and watching, it's it's real simple. Most people associate being in a closet or having something in the closet with homosexuality, with gays or lesbians and not wanting to come out to their families and the world. And that's obviously the most notable way of, of sort of dealing with that 
that topic or just knowing about that topic, but putting a little spin on it, Mm -hmm. any and everybody can have something in their closet. When you use that metaphor, you know, in a sense, it's just a secret. It's a secret. It's something that you're hiding from the world. Somebody can come into your house. They can sit on your couch. They can watch the TV. Y'all can have drinks. They can, where's the bathroom down the right, down the hall and to the right. Okay, cool. But they ain't seeing what's in that closet. Let you show them and who goes and show their closet you know even the grand tour you miss some some very specific areas right okay the internet is is acting up on us hopefully uh i don't know it must be mine if i saw it but we're gonna keep keep going um you did freeze for a brief moment so okay yeah my little notification popped up there um lord the devil trying to jump in man in that <laughs> <laughs> But no, just to just to kind of lay that out all on the table. And this is me coming to this realization about myself years ago when I kind of looked at it in a sense, whereas there's a lot of stuff that for me wasn't just it wasn't on display. Yeah. It wasn't on display for everybody. One it wasn't on display for pretty much any damn body. And once I started to get comfortable with myself and certain things about myself, I I sort of asked myself that question. That question came up for me. There's a lot of things that I share with you that I didn't share with anybody else. You know, there's there's probably besides you, maybe one other person that I would share really personal things with. But having things on display for the world, I'm not saying on display like, you know, just oversharing or you know like posting on facebook or whatever like that but in a sense yeah you know just having something out to the world did you freeze oh yep. shit you there froze was. okay no I, I, you froze i did yeah okay man, they they want to stop this episode man that's the devil that's the devil, the devil. stay busy i got that that that's gonna make me get this message out even more right but I want to put I want to put a spotlight on that. You know, mm-hmm. there's ever, there's a lot of people out there. And you know what? And just to go back to um, what was I saying about the uh, just keeping something away from the world. Mm-hmm. When you ask yourself why you come up with a thousand excuses, because I know I can, you know, you come up with a thousand excuses of why you do ain't nobody business and da 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 whatever. But the bottom line is, if you're 100 percent comfortable with it, you're OK with it. And you're Here we go. you're out in the open with it, whatever it is. Why is it in the closet? Mm-hmm. You know, why is it hidden from the world? Yeah. You know, if yeah, it's that not- whole living your truth thing is not limited to. Uh, like you said, uh, the LGBTQ community or whatever. No, living your truth is whatever your truth is, you know, being you authentically you. So absolutely. I've, I've had numerous conversations with grown ass people, grown ups. Mm-hmm. And, you know, depending on the person, depending on who the person was I was talking to, there was different things that they would talk openly about with me. And it was like, ah, oh, well, well, who you go with? You went with uh, your family, your people, whatever. Nah, nah, man, they, they don't even know I get down like that or whatever. And it wouldn't even be anything that's like you know super crazy, but for them, it's like my family don't approve of this. So yeah, of course I didn't take my family. 
You know, did, you t- did you tell your mom you went bungee bu- bungee jumping? Oh no, nah, man! You know, she have a heart attack. She knew I did that, but you did it. <laughs> you know what I mean? You did it. You went out there and did it. You know, it's something that you wanted to do. You know, it's one thing to force somebody to watch it, but if it's something you did or whatever, now you have this experience. You jumped out of a plane. You went bungee jumping. You did this exciting stuff that your family don't approve of, and you don't even share it after the fact. Because they don't, yeah. they still won't approve, and they look at you some some type of way or whatever. I'm giving random examples, but I yeah, mean, you, it's, you're giving a random example because we got to be talking about something more severe than bungee bungee jumping. Not severe, but more uh, interesting, I would say, than bungee jumping. Then I mean, it's 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 very general. It's very general, but yeah, it can be anything. It can really be anything. So I'll 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 give myself as an example as I've done over each episode. Mm-hmm. I'll put some of my stuff out there. I'll crack my closet door open for the world a little bit, a little teeny tiny bit. <laughs> you know, um, what you want to know, huh? <laughs> what you want to know, nosy, nosy hey, mother? <laughs> hey, look, I'm just I'm just helping the people. I'm just trying to help the people. Uh, figure out what we talking about. <laughs> see you. I did this. See, I did the show with the wrong person. It's the one person that actually know what's in that damn closet. <laughs> the one person. No, I'm that, the best person for it. I promise you, I am. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, okay. So, talking to you a couple years ago or whatever, uh, I remember. And I'm just trying to kind of remember uh, the conversation that you and I were having which I cannot, I'm definitely going to streamline, streamline it. You know, I'm, I, I can't think of the exact topic or how it came about. You know, we talk sometimes, we just, we be talking, you know. Yeah. And sometimes those conversations go on literally hours and hours and hours. So. Hours. I've spent many a night, damn near, <laughs> damn near ruined relationships. Because <laughs> my girl at the time did not believe one... <laughs> Cannot believe for one second. So you was out to this this clock in the morning, talking, right. yeah, right, talking to Jimmy. And I huh? promise you that is all. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I've been everything from a, a lion. I was really out with a girl to I uh, you could be maybe right. a little bit liking boys. <laughs> like, got you as Jimmy's bitch. Yeah, I do from A, from a to Z, man. A to Z. I've had to explain it all. And, you know, looking at it, I know a lot of it didn't make sense. And if mm-hmm. you, if they never experienced like that sort of energy, that vibe, when we sitting back and we just talking and whatever, right. then they wouldn't understand. Exactly. You know, and if they didn't have anybody in their lives where they did the same thing with, they wouldn't understand. I get it. I totally get it. Uh, but so I brought that to you years ago. And I think I used the term. I think I told you I felt like I had been in the closet with a, a, a big part of me. And um, that was the only thing that fit. That was the only thing that made sense to me. And mm-hmm. I started, I was telling you about, you know, my uh, kinky experiences or uh, me diving into BDSM a little bit and and really discovering that and discovering yeah a whole new world when it came to that, you know, um, that for me, just, well, one, 
I want to say thank you again. I'm sure I've said it, but just being able to express myself openly without what I know, without a shadow of a doubt, without being judged. Absolutely. On the other end, made it so much easier. That shit made it like it, it made it great. So just being able to express myself freely with, and I know some of the stuff I told you, you probably was like, okay, I have no idea why this is the thing for you, but you know, I'll just, I'll let it, <laughs> I'll let it do what it do. I, I think, first of all, I, I definitely understand because, you know, having been in a closet before and for a very long time, um, I know what that's like and I know what drives that. And really what drives it is being concerned about what people are going to think about this very normal thing that you do. Uh, you know, as far as I'm concerned, if you are doing something with, you know, you're two consenting adults doing something that ain't hurting nobody unless you want it to hurt, um, that ain't hurting nobody or nothing like that. And then who gives a damn, you know what I'm saying? You know, two grown people doing something. So, um, I have truly gotten to that point where I don't care what people think about anything I do. Um, there is, I, I can say without a doubt, there's not a single person who contributes, um, to my bills, to my, whatever, I can do what I want to do when I want to do it. So um, I'm not going to be uh, left to feel ashamed for something that I'm doing. So, which unfortunately I don't do shit. So then there's that. So, you know, I need yeah. to uh, really uh, step out and live the life that I'm protecting, but you know, but no, I, I definitely get it though. Yeah. Same, same with me. Um, that was a big thing too, just in general conversation, which I haven't had, too many of those a lot more since you know then you know a couple years Mm -hmm. ago um obviously but not like most people would probably think you know yeah um so just my interest in it drove me to research a lot drove me to like really sort of dive into that it's it's a community it's a whole community absolutely you know culture if you will it's definitely a king culture that's bigger than community people think about oh it's huge it's huge because there's a lot of people. Well, so you got some people that that's called lifestyle, you know, couples or individuals, you oh, know, shit, I'm about to learn something. <laughs> okay, go ahead. The domes and, and the submissives, you know, or whatever, you know, floats your boat. You can you can be in between or whatever. But it's so many different. So many different um, categories <laughs> you yeah. can fall in as an individual. But it's there for you to explore and to fill out. Okay, well, yeah, I I like this and this this is what suits me or whatever. You know exactly um, what you know if you want to give yourself a label or a title or a, a group to fit with. There's definitely one in the fetish community, you know, in 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 the BDSM community or whatever. Like I said, there's lifestyle individuals where. You may, and you may see this in New York more than in Chicago, or whatever, but you may see somebody, a grown ass man being walked on a leash, you know, about down the street with, by a yeah. woman in stilettos. And people will go all the way in on this man. And they'll go all the way in on this individual, whatever. That's what that person's into. Maybe being humiliated in public yeah. or whatever. Like a lot of this stuff sounds super stupid to people, but deep down is something about it that that drives this this urge or whatever 
maybe it's something that woke it up. Who, who knows? Who knows? To each his own, you know. But um, there's individuals that that truly live it as a lifestyle, and there's other mm-hmm. people. And this is what I was sort of um, getting to that do it in the privacy of their own home. Right. You know, they do in the privacy in their own home. So when you said that this community is a lot bigger than most people would even think, or most people realize, that's why. You got a lot of people, on, you know, on a weekend or on Thursdays and Fridays or whatever, they Mr. and Mrs. Smith with, with the leather chaps and, you know, the <laughs> the yeah. uh, the gag ball and all this good stuff, because that's what do it for them. Ain't more power to you, but... Mm-hmm. You know, you go to work on Monday and your coworkers have no idea that you're this individual. It's none of their business, but it's like, you know, yeah, dude, it, this is the first, like, when I say community, um, I'm more, I would more so sort of dabble in the online communities and just kind of with the chats or whatever. And for me, it was really just being able to communicate with like-minded individuals and to have open form conversation, that was enough for me. It was like, you know what I mean? Like I ain't got to be out there, you know, doing no stuff What I'm just trying to fill it out and see where do I fit in with this or whatever, you know? Now, now a lot of people have their visions of what the sort of kink community or fetish community is all about can you first dispel some of those myths because everybody thinks it's all whips and chains and it's all, um, you know, um, somebody, like you said, some of those things you mentioned, can you dispel some of that and sort of add to our knowledge of it? Cause I think there's a lot of lack of knowledge. We just have this idea of what we think it is. And absolutely. Gladly, <laughs> gladly. And please with the next thing that I talk about, ask the same question. Because oh, there's a, okay. there's, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. My closet door swinging all the way open. No. <laughs> so, um, get a pen and paper. <laughs> take some notes now. Um, but, and uh, so to answer your question, definitely. So it's not all whips and chains. There's mm-hmm. a lot of communication. Let's give an example. So let's just say um, I go to a, a munch. You know, they throw munches where they, now you're gonna have to explain what the hell a munch <laughs> is because my mind went straight to one thing, but carry on. Nah, and that's and that's that's exactly what I'm saying. So though it is kinky and it's raunchy and all that stuff, it, it's not you walk in and it's like you walk in this community and you open a door and there's people having sex everywhere. It's definitely not that. Now you can have parties that's catered to that type of uh scene or whatever, yeah. but that's I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not what it's about at all. Like you would literally see people sitting sitting around talking and munching on, you know, snacks. And, you know, usually it's done at a bar or something like that where like minded individuals meet up and they talk. So say, you know, I'm into whatever, you know, something random, um, which, by the way, you know, the things that I'm into is not no over the top shit. Like some people may be thinking also mm-hmm. is, Definitely not no immoral stuff or, you know, no over the top stuff. It's Now, why do you feel the need to say that? Because once again, I feel like there's such a, there's such a, a stigma, stigma about this specific topic that there's a need to, to say that because hmm. I think right away people put that, that with it, you know, the raunchy, the dirty, the, discussing oh he ain't saying what it is so it must be some old 
yeah, he want to do this and I, that, you know, gotcha. yeah. you know, so it's not like me trying to make sure people know I'm not into this or I'm not into that. It's just, it's me feeling necessary, feeling like it's necessary to say, that's not what it's about. Gotcha. Okay. That's not what it's about. You know, that's mm-hmm. not all what it's about or whatever. Um, but just like anything, there's still from A to Z. There's a lot. There's a lot, you know, that goes with it. Because there are levels to anything, as you can imagine. Absolutely. So, um, so yeah, so I would imagine there's some lighter stuff and then there's some heavier stuff. Then there's some Bill Cosby shit. Yeah. Yeah. And guess what? You can. So perfect example. Perfect mm-hmm. example. So I can be into that. <laughs> um, I don't know the the term because I'm not into that. But, but that's, that's the thing. You know, uh, some people that prefer to, you know, have sex and maybe even fondle uh, somebody that's uh, like sleep or knocked out or very consciously aware of what's going on, but they can't move or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, or even dead bodies. That's a, oh, yeah. I used to know that Necro- term. Something. Necrophilia. Yeah, necrophilia. Yeah. So, and once again, when I look at this stuff with an open mind, like mm-hmm. I do, as we all should, but carry on. Yes, with the like-minded individual. So I go sit down or whatever, and we're talking or whatever, and I sit across, I'm talking to a young lady that uh, don't really know what she's into. She just likes the the the, the you know the scene, the feel, the energy, the vibe. She's like mm-hmm. getting a little kinky on Fridays or whatever. So we're talking or whatever, and she says she's open to it. And I express, okay, well, this is what I'm into, whatever. Would you be open to play? And, you know, that's what it's... Uh, referred to as just play you play out a scene or whatever it's it's at a very extreme level of role play when you're yeah. doing certain things or whatever so yeah i'll be open to that or whatever so weeks months days whatever later you know we're talking or whatever and um we, we decide to play out this very specific scene yeah. so it's very thoroughly talked about and laid out this is what you know, I want to do, yeah, okay, we'll do that. Okay, well, okay, let's do it. And both individuals agree to it, and you play out your scene. Hmm. Simple, you know? I, I think it's very simple. Very simple, very cut and dry. But, and but it see, can be- here, here's the funny thing is that I, I think that some people um, participate in, in in these types of things and don't even realize, you know, maybe they may not uh, consider themselves a part of the community or not even know there is a community for it. But, you know, a couple who, you know, hey, we going to um, go out and you come pick me up at the bar and act like we strangers and mm-hmm. we go home and blah. And, you know, they have a whole scenario laid out. And they're just trying to add spice to their relationship. Yes, yes, yes. Not even know Look, that's I know, I know one dude, well, this was somebody who uh, proposed this to me, this motherfucker. This motherfucker wanted to. He said, "We gonna we gonna turn the heat up real hot." So, <laughs> so we sweating. We gonna we gonna act like we slaves. It's <laughs> like huh, I think this shit gonna work, <laughs> dude. When I tell you, I I don't know. Maybe because I'm like I'm into like improv. I'm into definitely role play and. 
I love, I love you, both you and I love uh, plays in general. You know what I mean? Just live theater and all this stuff. For me, it's the same feel, except for (laughs) you get to be in the action. You get to, you know, play it out. I agree. And and dude, I came from being the total opposite. When Mm. I was younger, I, dude, I was so against role playing. I felt like my girl wanted to cheat on me. Is what oh, I wow. felt like. Yeah. I was asked to role play with an ex. Wait, 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 wait. Your girl wanted to cheat on you with you. Yes. And guess who was jealous? <laughs> My dumb ass. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? But that's. But I can see the underlying psychology behind that, though. So. Yeah. I mean, but. Yeah, but obviously. Think how closed minded I was like just to not even be open to it. I wasn't even close to being open. I remember being upset. I remember. Glad remember, you didn't go to the extreme and beat your own ass or something. I was going to beat his ass. <laughs> <laughs> he thinking he going to get some of mine? No. <laughs> she mine. Um, no, but yeah. and that, that and once again, I use myself as an example because I've experienced so much in life. And mm. when I look at my old way of thinking, when I look at the OG and I look at who I've become and who I've evolved into, there's such a huge difference that I can compare my way of thinking in my 20s, which most people can. But when I tell you it's day and night, daylight and moonshine, like it is. It is literally day and night. Like my my way of thinking, my way of being, everything is totally different. And it's more than just uh, the age difference. I think it's hurt mm-hmm. a lot of personal growth because there's a lot of people my age that still think like Absolutely. 23-year-old G. Yeah, and they like, will at 50 and 60. So exactly. <laughs> and this is why I'm making such a big deal about the difference in the way I mm-hmm. think now. Yeah. Um but yeah, yeah, absolutely. So it's just being, and I want to, I wanted to make sure that, cause you know, you start throwing out certain phrases, certain terms, and this is also, so it was very important for me to get this point across. Very important. You know that. And um, I wanted to get it off the right way. So just to share what everybody's listening, I actually, and this is why this episode is going to be, um, uh, uploaded so damn late. I said on the episode that I did myself mm-hmm. that I I just did not come off the right way. When you start talking about meaning certain, you were talking about this topic just was, with you, no no guests, no me. Exactly. Okay. It was just me. And it I listened to it over and over again. I just felt so I, I felt some type of way for the simple fact that I was definitely bearing my whole soul on this damn thing. Shit, you still are. I, I am too now. Yes, absolutely. Which is so if you hear these stutters and these, <laughs> <laughs> these Missy Elliott lines, I'm throwing it. It's all good. I got you, bro. I'm with you. I'm with it's, you. It, yeah. With the sweaty palms, like it's real, man. Like, you know, it you know I'm I'm a work in progress. There's a lot yeah. that I've I've I'm opening up a lot, but there is a lot that I'm still working on currently. I can understand that, <laughs> and this is not easy. So I want I want to 
I want to put that out there. This is this but is not easy. Let me let me tell you confidently with myself, and you remember because you remember my journey along the way because you were like the first. Actually, you were technically, I guess, t- the second person I came out to. But um, it, it was very difficult, tearful, all of that when I was coming out if you will. So, but over time, it just got easier and easier and easier and easier. Now, shit, it just fly my mouth like spit. Like it's just, you know, whatever. So it gets easier the more you, I I think the more you make yourself exposed and vulnerable, uh, the more you get used to it and you grow from it. You really do. So um, you just walk in your truth and do you shit. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, a lot of judgy folks out there, man. And oh my god! And I can't stand it. I hate, <laughs> I hate rude people, and I hate judgy people. I just cannot. And I hate when people, uh, people who look down their noses at other people, which is part of judgy. So, but anyway, yeah, absolutely. But yeah, I mean, now that you mention it, like your personal journey helped me out a lot, and I mentioned that to you before, also. When I was saying all of this stuff that I'm saying right now, when I was saying this to you personally. Um, I'm pretty sure I mentioned it like your journey was huge for me and it helped me see this. In fact, without without all of that happening, it probably wouldn't be this what's in your closet episode right now today. Gotcha. Yeah. You know, that was definitely meant for me to vent and and, and express myself and open my closet door mm-hmm. by myself is what it was meant to do. But I know it, it did not come out right. It yeah. did not. You know, so I called Jimmy. Hey, you want to jump on the episode? Sure. Okay, cool. All right. I'll tell you what it's about later. (laughs) Yeah, didn't quite go that way, but, you know. um, But, yeah, definitely. Um, But overall, just with what we're talking about with the kink community and all that stuff, that is a part of me that it helped me out so much as far as just being open. And honest with myself and with the world. It's not a big deal. You're not going to see me doing no crazy stuff in public because I don't that don't do nothing for me. A lot of my stuff is behind closed doors. I'm not a random person. I'm definitely more of a private person in a in a uh, just, you know, in intimate settings. Like, you know, a lot of a lot of stuff is done within the confines of a relationship. Right. Or whatever, I'm, you know. Absolutely. And as far as I'm concerned, look, uh, two consenting adults can do whatever the hell they want. And and just like most sex related stuff, it, it, most of it is private. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So and that's the way it should be. I just don't think that people should be made to feel ashamed of anything that they're doing. So that's just me. You know, absolutely. Do and you like I probably said before. There's a lot of people out here that swear to God that they don't give a blank about what nobody say, what nobody da 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 da, and everything they do when you watch their actions is catered to what other people think about them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. And I don't, I don't want to be that person. Yeah, I, my, I want uh, some of the best advice. Some of the best advice I got was from one of my high school teachers. What other people think about you is none of your business. None of your business. So, you know, let them think it. Shit. Absolutely. Because their thoughts don't pay your mortgage. They, it doesn't pay make your car payment or anything else. So, 
And half the time, the people we worry more about than anything are people who haven't done shit for us anyway, you know. So most of them ain't did shit for themselves. Hello. (laughs) What was that? Is that my um, my echo? Am I too loud? Oh, I didn't hear it. So whatever it was. Okay. But yeah, absolutely. So um, yeah, hopefully that message, that message. Why am I there? My words. Hopefully that message. Nervous over there. You over there? I'm, I'm not. Oh, I'm sweating. You're mercy. Nah, I'm definitely nah. Well, if y'all can have smell of vision, boy, y'all be scratching and sniffing on the screen right now. That boy over there, mercy. Definitely not mercy. Fresh out the shower. I actually put on cologne when I get out the shower. Aww. That's a little. That's a little something, y'all. Yeah, for my. <laughs> Look at you trying to throw some shit out there for the ladies. Like, hey, guess what I do? <laughs> no, nah, I mean, it's a fact. It's a fact okay, right now. Okay, okay. You know, I'm just saying, you know. Uh, he smell all right, y'all. He smell all right. I'm smelling myself right now. <laughs> um, But yeah, definitely. So that's one topic. And I mm-hmm. mentioned another one. Do you or- think you've gotten all that you want to share about that off your chest? Absolutely. Absolutely. It was it was important for me to talk about this whole stigma that that comes with um, just being into kink. Gotcha. Um, It is. If you started there, I'm wondering where we're going next. What what else? It is the polar opposite. See, he he acting like an a-hole because he he know all my business already. You know, I'm been all up in my. I done let I done let my closet door open and start pointing shit out to him. And I, he like, where the Versace shirt at, bro? Where is it? Oh, <laughs> uh, it is the polar opposite. It is the polar opposite of what we just talked about, hmm. and is um, spirituality. Spirituality, and it, it that alone. So we just pause right there. Let that sink in. Right. That alone caused a conflict within myself. Hmm. So having more of a religious upbringing, you know, Bible, Bible, Mm -hmm. Bible, on my dad's side, church, church, church. And it wasn't even really him pushing church. It was, uh, you know, my grandfather uh, was literally the treasurer. When all the money was collected, he went in the back and, and counted it. I think that was his title, but that's definitely what he did. Oh, Deacon Mason. Yeah, just play, <laughs> play, play. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and my, you know, my father's auntie uh, was the she was the head of the uh, choir, and another auntie was like they was all minister up in the, of music. Yeah, well, you've been out of church so long, hey, you don't man. even remember the terms. You know, I'm a heathen You're boy. Heathen. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no shame in my game. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so it was, you know, church two, three times a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, Don't I understand? Yes. Yeah, on dad's side. And then my mom. Hell, on Sundays, it was two or three times a day. So, yeah. And my mom, you know, you know, she's mm-hmm. was always like really heavy into the Bible and not church, but definitely right. the Bible. Definitely God. Mm-hmm. Definitely yep. Jesus. Definitely the Ten, the Ten Commandments, <laughs> you know. Uh-huh. So just getting to a point where I'm getting into kink and, and uh, spirituality and actually the spirituality came first. Yeah. 
and trying to explore those different things, which once again is the polar opposite. And then within me feeling like that's a huge conflict. That was almost like, I can't even say uh, God and the devil because spirituality was almost looked at and probably still is, you know, like some devil worshiping or some other stuff that, you know. Okay, so so we're going to have to um, kick this closet door open just a little bit further because you just keep saying spirituality. Uh-huh. What are you getting at, G? As far as what? When you say spirituality, what do you mean? What What is so conflicting with spirituality and religion? Oh, man, that's that's a whole nother episode. <laughs> um, to keep it brief, and this is just my own personal way of, of describing it, obviously. With spirituality, it's definitely more so you going within yourself and discovering okay. all these all these things and you truly connecting uh with a divine source what what i refer to as god is the divine source of uh energy you know our creator mm-hmm. you know you directly connect into that and, and going within yourself um you know I, I, I did meditation oh i i see where you're going or whatever <laughs> i'm a little slow to the beat okay so um i've taken many of courses uh the first uh few courses were uh meditation med one and med two and i went to this uh i went to clairvoyant center of chicago in evanston and the reason i went there was because i wanted to know if i was psychic or not yeah and you froze a little when you said uh where you went so that was the clairvoyant center right the clairvoyant center of chicago which is actually in evanston right and i think uh they just opened another one right on the tip right on the tip downtown penis of i'm just playing so it's on the clitoris of (laughs) they gonna whoop my ass (laughs) well notice my gay ass went right to the tip of the penis Uh, yeah I'm just trying to make this topic a little lighter for you. Yeah, it's it's yeah. Uh, so where were we? Bear with me, folks. Center of Chicago. It's definitely Uh, worth sticking out this episode. You were (laughs) to see if you were what again? I wanted to know if I was psychic. Very good. Um, I had had so many different experiences as a kid mm-hmm. uh not so much teenage years uh there's a lot of low vibrational energy around me as a teenager my father was killed i went to i went through a depression there was a lot of dark energy through my teenage years so it was like childhood lots of um experiences and i say experiences man i i whew, from dreams to actually uh, visions being wide awake being waking up in the middle of the night and seeing like angels floating over my bed seeing metatron's cube you know in midair floating and anybody don't know what that is that's yeah archangel metatron i saw the cube uh the geometric shapes floating above me uh didn't realize what that was so i became an adult so a lot of deep stuff that happened as a child a lot of uh a lot of strong intuition i was always the youngest so i was always told i didn't know what i was talking about but i knew i knew what the hell i was talking about i just didn't know how Mm -hmm. 
people that I that um, I had no way of knowing. I can sit and describe them to a T to my mom and and no nothing to adults. They but they always shut kids down by telling them they don't know what the hell they're talking about. Please stop doing that to your kids. I'm gonna have a definitely have an episode soon about about that. Boy, I uh, see a lot of episodes that need to be done to unpack some of the stuff you're talking about already. So you you you're gonna have to do a lot of follow-ups to this. I, I promised people that they were yeah, I, I made a promise that there was a lot of stuff that was gonna be talked about on here. And you know, I just want to stand on that. I don't want to get sidetracked. And once again, I apologize if the episodes aren't coming out um every Thursday, but I'll definitely try to do them once a week. And if I'm holding out on the episode, there's a reason. Like this one, this one was held back because I wanted it to be right. I didn't just want to put anything out there. So you needed Jimmy Lee. I needed some backup, you know, <laughs> definitely. I appreciate you, bro. Um, but yeah, so lots of experiences when I was a kid and uh, went through some dark phases as a teenager. So it kind of went away and it came back into young adulthood. Mm-hmm. And just, um, of course, I'm not going to go into deep detail about things. It's going to be touch yeah. and go. Just want to give a uh, an example. Um and maybe we will talk about it more on another episode, but I went to start taking classes to kind of open up my abilities because I started to do a lot of research, a lot of soul searching. And um, it really started to open up for me to the point where I did uh, uh, meditation training, which I, I felt like I did not need. I did not really. I wanted to meditate. I did want to meditate, but that that sort of put me into clairvoyant training, which I was not interested in. But I learned how to uh, do healings, uh, like hands-off healings. I think they called them hands-on healings, but I'm actually healing the aura, looking at the aura, which is just a layer of energy that sits right outside of your skin. A lot of people use that term wrong. She had a bad aura, you know, it's not really exactly what that is, but I get what they're saying. You know, mm-hmm. just the energy of that person. Um, getting getting into and even looking at the chakras. Um, if you don't know what chakras are, please. If any of this stuff inter- interests you, look it up. Google is a wonderful thing. You know, YouTube is a wonderful tool if you use it for knowledge and not entertainment. And mm-hmm. I'm sure y'all know that. I'm just saying. You know, please. If any of this stuff interests you, you know, just look it up. It's some very, very interesting stuff. So I started to really dive into all of these things. And it just, once again, so this all came before the the kinky stuff and all that stuff. So maybe I should have talked about this first. But this all came first. So this was the first brand new world that I was exposed to. Mm -hmm. And it was like, I mean, I would work. 10 or 12 hour shifts and then come home and do another <laughs> six to eight hours of studying, uh, whether it was uh, watching some uh, lecture with uh, some somebody. It was quite a few people that I used to really get into. Um, also, my good friend, B. Devon, she was one of them. I've been following her for 10 years. Yeah. 10 years. And I still can't believe that we're actually friends now. Like, 
It's in- true, B. He Becky, he's been talking about you for at least 10 years. So. 10 years or probably plus, you know, and just to, to meet and know her husband, Bobby, two of the coolest people you could ever know. Um, she, to this day, puts out more free, valuable spiritual information more than any other person I've ever known or followed or whatever. There's a lot, there's a lot of people that do put out a lot of good info. So um it's sort of in a different vein, but I'll send a shout out to Bobby Hemmett, old school, uh Brother Panic, Dr. Phil Valentine. Those are also people that I would I would um really sort of watch and follow and a lot of the stuff for me was was hit and miss you know if i sort of vibrated with what they were saying then i i would take it and okay cool yeah that's some deep stuff and some of the stuff i wasn't really feeling so i you know wouldn't necessarily take it to heart or whatever but you know i got on some you know if 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 anybody know those guys or ever listen to the lectures that was like day and night listening to them and then listening to be divine <laughs> whole different world um also um um what is her damn name um doreen virtue um before she went back to uh being religious she put out a lot of good information and um just helped me a lot it really helped me a lot um but yeah i can't i can't say enough about becky like to, to this day, you know, I'm a, I'll put a link below on this episode and I have in the past also. And her and her husband will come on the show eventually. They've, they've been going through a lot of stuff, but they're definitely coming on. But when I tell you, like, any advice, like, you need, you can literally sit and play a video when you you don't have nobody to, to turn to, nobody to call. You can put on her video and it's like she's giving you a pep talk. She's talking directly to you, you know, uh, but... So- Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was about to say. So this is obviously a uh, taking up a lot of real estate in in your closet, if you will. So this is some shelves, a couple racks and all of that. Um, what what are some of the misconceptions here um, and, and that people may have about um, spirituality, about um, being psychic or clairvoyant or mediumship or any of that uh, type of thing? Yeah, there's a there's because a obviously of, there has to be something that puts that in a closet for you. So what are those things? Same thing, man. People are not open to it. You know, yeah. people are not open to it. You don't know how somebody's gonna uh look at you after that. You mm-hmm. don't know, you know, the whispers behind your back, or first of all, one of the main things that come is the doubt, which I'm I'm totally over, whatever. I've done readings where, you know. <laughs> you've witnessed this or you know the person would be in tears before it's over mm-hmm. you know that that's happened several times I, i've done readings where there's no way in the world i could see as clear as day and describe yeah. you know uh whatever it was the message the message that i was giving there's no one aware that i can meet strangers because i've been we we have not even in the country so uh we've been on cruise ships and you've 
picked up on something and started into a conversation and they're left next thing you know they're in tears and all of this stuff so but not that you're making them sad but you know uh helping them to remember somebody who has passed on or something like that or some message you were getting so yeah absolutely the, hey man the hands down the dopest reading i've given <laughs> and, I, and i only say that because of who it was but yeah, yeah. Uh, you, you and i were on the she lead cruise and um yeah. um the, this older lady was playing the piano. We walk into our room yeah. and uh, I forget about this story. I don't know why I forget about it, but it's like when I remember it, I'm like, oh shit, yeah, that did happen. Like, damn. Yeah. yeah, I legit, uh, we were walking to the room and Jimmy just kind of sat down. I, I didn't say anything to him. <laughs> it was just like, he just kind of sat down. Like he just, yeah, let me, all right, I just fall to the backside or whatever, but I approached this lady. She was trying to, she was playing the piano. The piano was covered up. She literally took the tarp off and was playing the piano, random as hell, two, three o'clock at night. Uh, walked over to her and I'm going to kind of speed through the story, whatever. But basically, that's when I got a nudge and I'm like, you knew him. Now, mind you, we're on Sheila E's cruise. And I was like, you knew him. And she looked at me and she didn't say anything. And she knew who the hell I was talking about. I don't know how. And then I said, Prince, you knew him. And she said, I miss him so much. Now, and that's the thing, like how she just, no, let me go back a little bit. I told her that I was a practicing medium. Hmm. And I asked her if I could give her a message. And she, not reluctantly, it was like she was so into trying to play that. But intuitively, I knew she was open to it, but I can't even remember what her response was very like, you know, like, yeah, yeah. Um, but I did because I, I made it a point to always ask because I learned my lesson from that, not asking. And um, that's when I started to give the reading. And I said, you knew him. She said, I miss him so much. And I don't want to give too much because, you that's know, it's, per, it's, per, that's yeah. her, it's personal. Absolutely. Um, but one of the rare thing that happened, one of the rare things that happened was I got a very clear name that doesn't happen too often. And it was her sister's name. And I, mm -hmm. he was, he was showing me something about her sister. I told her, and that's when she kind of, you know, gave me more of her attention. Like, okay, this motherfucker is on to something here. And so, you know, I finished off or whatever, and in very Prince-like fashion, he was his messages were just like he is on TV, very artistic and eccentric, and you know, flamboyant, yeah, yeah. But 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 low key at the same time, if that mm -hmm. even makes sense. Like, yeah, no, I get you. I yeah, get you. but low key at the same time, like, how does he does it? How how does he do it? Like, you know, how does he does it? 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 <laughs> <laughs> What? Hey, man. I, I don't know it ain't even a full moon but um but no i was witness to that and among many many other um things you've done so yeah so that is it it is huge you know i don't want to get stuck in that point and i will not get stuck in a point where i need to uh prove to everybody right, uh, right that right. you know that i'm i'm actually legitimate you know, either you take my word for it or you don't. I'm not going to prove anything to you and I'm not going to give you uh, some sort of validation of it, yeah. you know, which is why I only besides that random thing and it just 
some occasional stuff when we uh, travel. That's why I only give readings to people that's open to it and that yeah. usually are friends. Yeah, You know, that is exactly and, 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 why. And I think that's only part of the reason it's in the closet, the whole idea of having to prove it. The other part is there's such a conflict with religion for some reason. So, um, you know, from the more religious people, I didn't say more spiritual people, but more religious people, you get, oh, that's witchcraft. Oh, oh, that's the devil and blah, blah, blah. So, you know, even though, by the way, they're reading a book that is full of stories about prophets, yeah. <laughs> which is the funny thing. But anyway, but there, there is such a clash. So have you had to deal with, um, with that sort of, and I, I you know, I kind of know the answers to this, but have you had to deal with some of, you know, bumping heads with that group of people um, that are so against anything psychic or whatever, because that's witchcraft, because that's this, that's demonic and all of that. My mom, my mom. Um, oh, damn. I didn't know you was going to just go ahead. Okay, but go ahead. I'm going to shout Hey, out. man, I'm, I'm not being, I'm, hey, my, my closet door open ain't no. My, <laughs> yeah, it just flung the fuck <laughs> This is Sparta. <laughs> um, are you wearing draw? Do you got on bottoms? I just saw a bear. Oh, you saw? <laughs> you saw that? Did a nut fly out? I hope a nut didn't oh. fly out. <laughs> oh my god! Look, I'm not even gonna edit. I'm not even gonna edit the part. I'm gonna just blur out my nut. But I did like just to see him blur it. Please, I'll put that shit as I'm gonna put it in slow motion and just blur it out. And the blur is only gonna be nut size blur. Like. <laughs> <laughs> It ain't gonna be no. (laughs) It ain't gonna be no big blur mark. You exposing Uh, nuts on the podcast now, Lord. They gonna have people rewinding this shit. (laughs) Oh my god! Hey, hit that plus sign. Hit the like button. (laughs) Hit that plus sign for a nut one time. Better hit that that plus sign. I'm giving you all of me, (laughs) all of me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, but no. What was the question? See, that's, Shit, why I can't, I that's why I can't bring no, you on here, man. We ain't gonna never. <laughs> but no, you had just mentioned that your mother is one of those people um, that have presented, you know, that sort of energy when it comes down to this topic. Crazy enough. Um, so the same day I did a reading, we were in a car, you and I. Oh. Um, you remember that day? Oh, yes. Driving out of town? If yes. That's yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Driving out of town, I did a reading that day. So I did a reading that day reluctantly. And it was, I said reluctantly, but it was, that's probably not the right word. I was really in my feelings because, and yeah, I'll put it out there. Once again, I love my mom. Don't ever get it twisted. And me and my mom, we talk. We oh, have yes, a, I remember this now. Yeah, so, we have we have a good relationship. We have mm-hmm. a good rapport. We just don't always agree on things. And I'm putting it out there. You 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 know, but I'm putting it out there for everybody. Yes. Um, she is a true in true Gemini fashion. She is one of the people that can just totally disagree with you, and y'all just go back and forth, not arguing. She's just gonna stand on her point and how she feels. Mm-hmm. And at the end of all that, my mom still respects and accepts me 100%. Yeah. How I am. She just totally disagreed with me. 
Mm-hmm. So, you know, in that sense, I, you know, you can't help but to love a person like that. So, I, you know, I love my mom dearly, but she can be a pain in the ass to deal with just for the way that she thinks and, you know, all that stuff is. Uh, Mr. Mason, he uh, he didn't mean it like not pain in the ass. He just meant. Um, let me rephrase. I'm that. trying to clean it up here for you. Now, nah, let me clean it up. You're a pain in the tookus. There you go. <laughs> That's as clean as it's going to get. Okay. <laughs> Playing I in try, the tookus. But no, I mean, you know. We were in a car. We were in a car, and um, uh, I did a reading that day. So don't. that's the only relevant part. So rewind to the beginning of that day. Um, before I got in that car, I had received a letter. Another yes. Another yes. thing that I forget about. Another and thing I that I forget about. Reminded you of a damn. Yeah, I forget about that often. Um, that was in the closet, in fact, on shelf three, that letter. <laughs> uh, since the closet opened, I just grabbed that letter. But she wrote me like a four-page letter that hurt me to my I'm sending soul. four-page letter. That hurt me to That's my soul. And um, definitely brought tears to me, man. Like, yeah. it really hurt. Um and without going into detail, she just basically said how she felt about so many different things. But it was that was really like spirituality. And I say spirituality because I, that's the phrase that I resonate with the most. Yeah. And I don't like I don't like psychic. I don't like the all of those common mm-hmm. terms because and then we'll get into the misconceptions because I definitely want to talk about that. But um you know, I feel like if you if you use a different term or whatever to give it a different feel, because I don't want people to think automatically what how they view yeah. what psychic and all this shit is that you got from TV and all this thing, um, mis, misinformed information that you may have about it. Um, but the letter really fucked me up. It really did. You know, no sugar at all. So. I, you know, a couple hours later, when I ended up doing that reading, it was almost like hmm. it was almost like me really grabbing a hold of, you know what, God damn it, um, this is this is me. This is what the hell I do. This is what, yeah. This and, and that it was me embracing myself. You yeah. know, I think it was the universe providing a little balance to that letter, actually, yeah. because. I, I, of course, witnessed um, that particular reading and saw the tears of joy that it brought somebody and all of that and their connection with somebody who they had lost and so on. Um, and, and I hope that that I think it did. We've talked about it sort of, um, you know, validated for you that, you know, because you could have went off on that letter uh, left you know, with the energy from that letter and that just be it, right? Yeah. Um, but then you have this validating experience that comes right behind it, you know, so. And, and yeah, you're absolutely right because it, it wasn't to, to, what that did for me was, this is why I do it. This is mm-hmm. why I want to do it. Because once again, going back to clairvoyant training, I was trained for healing, to do past life readings, to do aura mm-hmm. healings, um, and to just get more in tune with uh, myself and my spirit body and all that good stuff, which is love. Yeah. 
And I used those tools to do mediumship readings. I didn't I didn't get trained to do that. That was something that came right. naturally with the tools that I learned from all the rest of that stuff. So let's be clear on that. That moment was validation for me that this is why you do it to help people. This is why you do it and to keep pushing forward in that sense. That was really a lot for me. Even though, and we talk about right now, that was this was years ago. We talk about today, somehow spirituality. I won't say spirituality as a whole, but just doing readings and 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 um, doing readings and helping people in that manner, helping people connect with their lost loved ones, or uh, helping people heal their aura, whatever. Somehow that shit got put back in the closet mm-hmm, mm-hmm. on a shelf, you know. And even the door closed at at one point, meaning. Meaning I have not been practicing that at all. Yeah. You know? So yeah, even after that, but it's a constant reminder. I'm glad I can reflect on, on moments like that when it's like, it makes it all worthwhile. It's equivalent to, uh, you know, a, a basketball player out there entertaining and, and, and just losing Michael Jordan, losing his love for the game. You know what I mean? Like I don't got all these. I got six. I understand. It's I got like all this stuff. My stripping yeah. career, you know, yeah. as um, a male entertainer of the stature that I had um, garnered, uh huh, just lose interest in stripping. Yeah, and then you know you right. see a you see a glittery pole off in the distance, and you remember why again. Oh, boy! I'm about <laughs> to wrap my leg around this microphone right now. Let's not. Let's not. but yeah yeah so you know all things are relevant man yeah it's it's crazy as i just reflect on yeah you brought a lot of stuff up that i hadn't even thought about in a while what other then what other just in general misconceptions that people have i I know i mentioned some of them but is there anything else you can think of or is that the the tv the tv psychic Uh, yeah yeah, the tv psychic and probably your average person everything miss cleo not even miss cleo because that is just like (laughs) that is like the for the, the people out there that remember her that is like you know, the highest level of stupidity when it comes to that. Like, it, that's a mockery. And some even say that she was actually, uh, she she actually was psychic, but she did all of that clown shit to, uh, yeah. for, you know. Yeah, and for the coin. Yeah. Uh, but just in general, you know, uh, I think your average person, what they feel they know about uh, mystics or psychics or, you know, people that, that practice uh, mediumship and all that stuff is just based off what they see on TV. Hmm. And a lot of it is, is misleading. Um, I don't even, I would prefer somebody, I would prefer questions to ask. Cause I don't even know what to specifically address. I just know that. Um, so I, I've recently had somebody and it's crazy because this was general conversation about going to <laughs> a fortune teller is what I think mm-hmm. uh, or no, a psychic or a fortune teller, I don't know what uh, she was referred to as but going to this person or whatever it was almost like yeah, well I think she was projecting these thoughts in my head so I ended up doing it so she wasn't really predicting what I was going to do 
she kind of put it in my head to do subliminally. So I did it. And it's just like, huh? Mm-hmm. And don't get me wrong. There's a lot of cons out there. There, there yeah. I, I believe that there are some people with the ability and they use that shit to get over. Absolutely. There, there's a lot of people out there that actually have, have the ability and they still do BS with it. And there's other people that's just completely faking. Yeah. Out there, which gives a lot of uh, the tarot readers and the, the the mediums and the psychics a bad name. Yeah, but that still all falls under that um, where you were saying about, you know, um, you're over trying to prove to people you right. know, what your abilities are. So that, that I think that still falls into that category. So, OK, well, I'll give an example. Um, like I said, I'm more so into mediumship mm-hmm. uh, reading. So I'll, I'll give an example what the, of what that is like for me. There is no the connection is is through source energy, it's through God. Okay, everything connects with our creator's energy. So I believe in we're here in this physical form and we have our higher selves, which is the spiritual, the full spiritual part of us. That's we'll just say in heaven, if if that's what you believe in heaven and hell. Uh let's just say in a spiritual world or whatever. And this part of you connects with taps into that energy of whatever the hell you looking at, you know? So this information is, is still being brought back to you spiritually. That's what I said. You know, if you know anything about your chakras, um, and then I, it, it would be hard to say without giving a whole damn example yeah. what the hell chakras are. So, but yeah, yeah. but the you know the the inner the uh, information is is pretty much channeled to you, you know, yeah. through spirit or whatever. So it can come in the form of being uh, uh, shown to you. A lot of times, like I'll see it in my mind's eye. I'll see it play out. So whatever spirit I'm connecting to will give me a message, and a message will play out. Sometimes it is a very animated scene that plays. Uh, sometimes it's words and phrases that'll pop up. Uh, sometimes for me on a rare occasion, it's a, it's very rare a voice. It's usually, even if I can see them and, you know, mm-hmm. but even if I can see them acting it out, whatever, it's almost like a mind. They're acting gotcha. it out, you know? And that just could be my personal choice of not wanting to hear shit because I've experienced that too. And I've asked not mm-hmm. to, you know, like, give me all the charades you want, but don't don't be whispering in my ear. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, but that's just how it that's how it comes to me. But um, yeah, like I said, it's easier if somebody would ask a question. I don't yeah. I don't know quite what to say because I don't know exactly mm-hmm. what. But I, I think, think we, I just know based off. I think that was helpful. Just um, you know, giving somebody a sense of how it works for you because it could very well work very differently, obviously, for somebody else anyway. But I yeah. think that uh, sort of helps anyway. So, yeah. Um, but I'm I'm glad that you shared that with the world as well. Um, I, I, is there anything else in this damn closet? Because you 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 like I said, you are unloading tonight. You coming out hot and loaded. Those are the two main things. Um, And and like I said, just because they are 
yeah. polar opposites. And but but they're also big parts of your life of, of my life. life. So, but yeah. it, it was also a big struggle because yes. how do I balance this out? And how mm-hmm. do that how do that coexist within me? Yeah. And is and is it possible? Am I a heathen? Am I going to hell for this or whatever? And that's obviously me dealing with the religious side of yeah uh, that was burned into my damn brain. Uh, yeah. But I'm I'm definitely so, so in addition to um worrying about what people think about a certain thing there's also the struggle with how you've been raised and how you've been taught to believe against what it is that you actually do and how those things can sometimes collide and then you figure out what wins out for you so yeah absolutely that's why i always say on pretty much every episode everything points back to you that's where everything starts at so when you get to a certain point you have to purge everything that you've been taught. Yeah. <laughs> everything that you've been taught, you have to like just kind of release that and hit the reset button and start from scratch. You really do. You know, and um once again, that's this is why I can look at my younger self like like um he's a totally different person because he is. He's a totally different person. That's a person that was groomed to be that particular way and this is a person that's more so 100% in tune with who he has grown into mm. and has basically planted everything that's here now I've planted that within myself yeah. and it, and it grew into the person that you see in front of you now yeah you know um as opposed to just being a product of your, your upbringing you know yeah not to shit on growth is i love it yeah not to shit on parents or anything like that but man they they do the best they know they do the best they know exactly the best they know you know your parents in their 20s when they raising you guess what (laughs) guess what you know but yeah man it's a lot I've, i've been talking and going i feel like um I'm sitting on your couch, man, like uh, with my feet up in my my uh, <laughs> with the clock ticking and shit. Right, right. You know, but uh, how about you, my friend? How about you? There's got to be something, if not that's in the closet on the shelf or whatever. Tell us about something that uh, that relates to this that was on your shelf that you could sort of give some insight to that'll kind of help somebody that's listening. Um, yeah. So like, I, like I said, I'm at that point in my life where my closet does have glass doors and, you know, I'm not hiding uh, so much, but, but speaking of religion and spirituality or religion versus spirituality or the conflict therein, um, I, I too, obviously grew up very religious, but my views have changed uh, over the years as well. Uh, in, in fact, I was, um, I used to be a minister. Hello. How crazy is that? Right. Church. Uh, church. <laughs> but um, just uh, how, how my, my views have evolved over time. And, and, but, but it's not anything that's in a closet for me. 
Um, so I don't know if it's very as relevant there for a while it was, but hell, I'll do a whole post on Facebook and go in whatever at this point. But I understand there is a big difference between religion and spirituality, and I prefer the latter, um, even if, even if you uh, still incorporate some of the tenets of um, your religious beliefs or whatever. So um, yeah. that's just me. But like, um, uh, Sylvia, Sylvia Brown, she did that. She's got a whole book on on tenants yeah so for me um i I can almost i I can't think of anything (sighs) unless you you know me like a book too shit so um unless you can think of something i can't think of anything that i'm sort of in the closet with you know well we know that homo closet flew open a long time a little while ago at least so um but other than that no no nothing specific that i that i would point out or whatever but um I, just I, what I'm what advice like what was what was the big go ahead well go ahead i'm sorry no, i was just gonna say i'm sort of guarded but i'm also an open book like literally um even though i'm just naturally guarded but at the same time i will reveal all and you ask me a question i figure you want to know the truth right. so i'll answer it and i'll answer that whether it's privately or publicly in most cases so um now i am the crypt keeper when it comes to other people's business but with myself for some reason i'm just Mm, whatever so yeah. but what were you about you were about to say something what was the biggest lesson that you learned from having something in your closet that should have been out of that out of that closet a long time ago well like, for for me i can i can answer that um so i i came out really late uh in life and i will say that it i think it robbed me of experiences that i could have had much sooner um and, and i'm not talking about you know, sexual relations. I just mean experiences, period, where I could have been my authentic self in situations where I wasn't, where I was, um, you know, in conversations about the very thing that I was hiding or stuff like that and so on. Just being witness to some of those things still happens, by the way, except now I tap that ass on the shoulder and be like, hey, bro, I'm gay, by the way, you know, when you just said that thing about fags or whatever, uh uh-huh, now say it. You know, but um, um, I I just don't I I think that was the biggest thing, you know, and and also the weight of walking around with a secret. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, scared that somebody's going to find out and and all of this stuff. So um, that that that's probably a big thing. I'm telling you that those same things go with. Anything that's in your closet, because I felt the same way is a secret or hiding something is hiding something. You know, like you said, it's not just limited to, you know, certain things. It's anything that you're you're afraid for people to know, for people to know about you. Yeah. Judgy ass folks. Well, bastards. Yeah, this was a really uh, good episode. Once again, I will say to (laughs) y'all. It wasn't easy for me to do, and I hope that um, if there are regular people that follow this and I'm noticing, man, I appreciate y'all so much. I follow the numbers. I see the numbers. Um, uh, some of them I can I can see the details on, and I'm talking like different states, different cities across countries. the U.S., different countries man that it feels so good man it really makes me feel not to mention not to mention i've had people actually tell me 
they enjoy what I'm doing. They agree with me. They disagree with me. Mm -hmm. The feedback is wonderful. Please keep listening. Please keep giving feedback. Um, Man, I, I appreciate it so much. And it really makes me feel like doing this is is worthwhile. Yeah. Because I, I questioned it a few times, um, but I kept doing it, you know? Yep. I kept doing it. So like I said, I'm, I'm going to stay consistent with it. And um, this was not an easy episode for me to do, but... Um, well, just as encouragement to you, I'm going to say it again. I said it on the, la- the last time I was on your show. Um, I, I really appreciate how uh, vulnerable you're being, how uh, you are expressing some things that I know are difficult for you to express. But I honestly, in my heart of hearts, just know how much is going to help some people along the way. Uh, and, and, and in ways that you haven't even fathomed. Probably. Exactly. That That's the thing that's getting me. And I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, you like your support and support in general, but your personal support goes a long way. I truly appreciate that, man. But yeah, just to close us out, um, is there anything else that you want to add to it? Anything that's important, important for you to get across that's relevant to this closet episode live your truth i mean just as simple as that um you can't be so afraid of what people will think uh and and particularly people who have not contributed positively or uh anything to your life you know so some people are so indoctrinated into what they believe that um they will try and push that on you but you cannot allow yourself to be impacted by other people's beliefs all right so do what you do live your truth and move on with life life is way too short to be out here uh like i said i hate how many years that i wasted uh and i don't want to see the same thing for you guys so absolutely but yeah so catch us on the next episode we love y'all we out